Welcome to Minority Corner. With an Eke. And James. And Glory. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. This week on Minority Corner. We're talking about some casual racism. Oh, we got some casual racism. Also, we're welcoming Glory to the show. Ah, or, that's also very that's important. She, more important than racism. I think so. <laughs> I was surprised you buried the lead on that bye one. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, we got some casual racism we'll be talking about. Yeah. Um, also, it's Halloween, so yeah, we're wearing are... costumes, so we're going to figure out what we're wearing. Right, you're going to learn some things. <laughs> uh, also, we want to dive in to know who you are, Glory, who's joining bit. the show. Mm-hmm. We want to know what your favorite scary movies are, what shows you're watching. Right. Or re-watching. Or, oh, there might be a rewatch right. in there. Also, we're going to dig into the archives, because we just passed uh, 200 episodes, so we're going back into the past 100 episodes. We picked two of our top wow. favorite corners, uh, and they all revolve around why Disney is pretty racist. Right. Casual, mild, or hot? Uh, everything in between. Okay. <laughs> That's what Disney likes to do. They like to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, and we're going to get into there. And also, I feel like you have some Tina Knowles knowledge you're going to drop I on do. us. What about Mary? Is Mary Poppins racist? Uh, Mary Poppins might be racist, um, and also there might be some rides at Disneyland that are also racist. Yeah, that's terrible. So we're digging into the archives. We've got Aneke and Glory here on the episode. Ow. We are passing the baton. Here's a two 200 more episodes. Let's get into it. Happy Halloween. That's no. my, <laughs> that was going to be caveat. That was going to be my line. And then you just took it. We tried to record this and then Glory was confused. <laughs> And then you just took my, my line. Bad, my bad, my bad. Also, right. pause in the action. I have to turn your volume down. Let, you how the, how the sausage is made, we just did a microphone check, and Gloria's like, this is the volume I'm going to be talking <laughs> at. And then I hit record. She's like, everybody! I'm like, oh, my okay. Bad, bad, so sorry bad. if the volume's getting crazy. Glory okay. is alive and kicking. I'm so alive. So, so alive. Uh, it's actually the day after Halloween when they're listening to it. Today's Dia de los Muertos. Do you celebrate Dia de los Muertos? Okay. I was talking about it with my writing partner. We just wrote Let's You Know Carver Vote. Okay. And um, we were talking about the differences. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know. Like, I know what it is, but like, I've never celebrated. Gloria, it. I know you're new to the podcast, but you've got to speak into the microphone. This is how the sausage is made, people. I'm speaking okay, into but it. This you got to get louder about okay, it. Okay, I'm speaking. Just there it is. Boom. I'm speaking. Well, here. I do want to welcome everybody. This like is I'm, episode like 201, yes. and as you all know, our lovely Aneke, she has not like left the podcast, but she's left the podcast. Okay, she took a little break. She's taking a break, a long break Sometimes where we don't. Oh, she's coming. Nap. Sometimes you just get, she's the sleeping beauty Beautiful. of Minority Corner, where she's just taking a nap. Yeah, we always and princess. someone's gonna consensually kiss her. Probably her husband. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not gonna be me. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> say maybe the fans, but I don't think yeah. she'd want that. Yeah. Anyways, Glory's joining Minority Corner as our new co-host. So oh, yeah. yay, yay, welcome. Y'all know her. It's like your fourth time on the show. I would say the third time, and every time I'm on the show, Mercury's in retrograde. Is it back? It's, today's the first day. Does that mean that every time you're here every week, Mercury's gonna be in retrograde? Because that's gonna no, be no, a lot. No, 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 no. It Is really, that what that means? It only happens three times a year. Okay. And I've just happened you're to... gonna be on the show more than three times. No, a year. no, I'll talk about other <laughs> shit. Like, you know, it's other shit happening. So you know. So it is currently Halloween. Today we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh 
Glory and I are both in our Halloween costumes. Uh, yes, we are. I'm dressed as Kitty Man, just as I promised you I would be. I was on my way to like you, a, oh, yeah, yeah. a gay man dis- dance party, oh. and I was like, "Fuck, I don't have a costume. What do slutty girls wear? About the ears, about the tail, about some little fur hands. And the fur hands are getting like you need to keep those for. And I wore no shirt, obviously. Oh. And uh, it was funny because I went shopping and I was in like the slutty girl aisle, which was like literally just like ears and tails. It was like, Mm -hmm. do you want to be a fox? Do you want to be a cow? I thought the cow was funny. Yeah, my friend is a a cow today. Slutty cow? She looks crazy. Okay. But I was first I was nervous. I felt like a little like insecure because I was like, okay. At first it was just me in the aisle. And Mm -hmm. then some girl pops up. A slutty hoe? Well, she was going to be. She was like, which ear should I get? And I felt uncomfortable because I'm like, I am in the lady aisle. And then I was like. You should fucking live your life. That's what I did. I said, fuck it. And I was like, okay, girl, which tail are you going to get? And we were, I was helping her pick out like right. a tail. We to get the right tail. I never thought you would get shy like that. Sometimes it gets, listen, gender yeah. is very, when you're a homosexual man growing mm. up in a straight world, mm. sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable when you're like, in the lady aisle for mm. stuff. Like, when I used to do drag, like, yeah. sometimes you just got to say, fuck it. And just, like, yeah. that's not my issues. Those are their issues. And you just got to sort of core for it. But I did have that journey. I went through that process. I'm not perfect. And I'm happy that now you went through that. You overcame. And now you're a fucking kitty. I'm kitty man. Kitty man. Which I think is just funny because it's just, like, two opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum. It's just, like, not, a, really... not cat man, not kitty boy. Kitty man. Kitty man. Kitty I, man. I wish that the, the <laughs> listeners can see these paws. Like they are. I've got fucking paws. Se- this is the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but you can still, it's like fingerless gloves with yeah. like fur around the you wrist. You need to wear those for winter. I was thinking about yeah. it. These is, I get how people, you know, some You're going to take the choker off? You're <sighs> not. you got to keep it authentic, James. Stop playing. But that bell They can moving. see it. Well, you okay. Yeah. You all can hear every time I move because the bell yeah. will be going. Oh, I'm running away. That's some hoe ass Scamper, scamper. Can I say hoe? here yes you can you can okay. say anything you want you okay thank okay. you keeping me real and yes. let's talk about glory's costume. oh my god <laughs> glory is that winning <laughs> the minority corner halloween costume i don't think you're gonna win it today it's cute did you make it i bought the shit at rainbow <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you glory comes over she got the stairs and at first all i see is from the neck up i was yeah. like oh she's doing a cute little wednesday adams thing wow. just this little cute like frilly collar thing and I can see the collar and I thought she was doing like a Wednesday Adams thing which I thought was weird for Glory right. and I'm like oh no she's doing a pilgrim thing which I also <laughs> thought was really weird for Glory yeah I was supposed to be Selena <laughs> I'm a pilgrim close now. but right. no dice go with the Amish pilgrim thing you think so you want, I'm hosting a comedy show after this so what's more funny than you being dressed as like an Amish I'm pilgrim a, I got it I'm gonna, I'm gonna have milk on stage too they drink milk right yeah. is that is that stereotypical <laughs> <laughs> lean into it. You just gotta lean into it. There's like, uh, I was listening to some, but there's like casual racism and there's full on racism. But I can't be racist, Jane. You can't because you're black. Exactly. But cla- like, but casual bigotry can sometimes be. I, it's coming from a place of love. You know it's what? coming from a place of love. I love that you really separated the two because a lot of the times I used to be really upset at white people for being racist, but the problem is that some of them are casually racist, mm. which is less of an offense. Well, because they don't understand that yeah. their racism is being racist. Yeah, they're really trying to really be in it, but right. they don't know it. So like one day I had a friend tell me that she had edge control for my edges, but also told my... Is she a white girl? She is a white girl. Okay. But also told my cousin, who's uh. like a white Latina, that she also had edge controls and white Latinas... They don't need to put lay their edges down. They already come mm. down flat. So it was casually racist. Yeah. But it was like, I'll also be your friend, bitch. But that's, see, this is what we do at Minority This is what we bring up. We bring up here at Minority Corner. Oh, like, 
I was walking to go meet a friend of mine mm-hmm. to go drown my heartbreaking sorrows, oh. which we'll talk about as when I'm ready. Do you talk about, okay. Not today. I'm yeah. going to do a whole segment about it, okay. about how to get over a breakup. It'll be a corner. It'll be a corner. Coming Ooh, soon. Let's put some history there. Coming soon. But, anyways, I was going to go meet up a friend for some drinks. And I'm walking across the street and I stop at like the Meridian. Mm-hmm. Big words. I know, like yeah. construction. That means okay. the middle of the street. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? The Meridian. I've like never been mall. able to they use call it. The mall. You know that? Really? It's called a mall. The middle of the street? Yeah. New York, you need to get some real malls. I'll tell you, from I California, th- we've got I, real malls. I thought I was going to be lying. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It is can called get, a mall. Can y'all tweet at Minority Corner and cross-reference it? Glory's going <laughs> in the computer do research right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm stopping at the Meridian or mall, depending on what side of the country you're from. Mm-hmm. And I'm there, and... I think like 10 feet, I stop mm. and I glance back and there's like this white guy and this white girl behind me and they're like maybe 10, 15 feet yeah. away from me and I just kind of glance back and he goes, oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. And it's like, what? Like, all I did was glance back at you and he jumped like I was going to murder him. It was, it was a very like, it was, I think he just jumped because I'm black. Yeah. I was in the East Village. Or maybe he was a little gay and he wanted a piece of that. I do think he was gay. And he was trying to be on the low, on the down low. And trying to like go into like one of those like sexy fantasies. Like, yeah. ooh, don't hurt me. Well, I don't know you and right. I'm not into it. Was this was it up here in Harlem? No, it was in the East Village. Um Yeah. It was on my way to the cock. The the what? It's a bar. Oh. It was two for one drinks. Okay, the cock. Yeah, it's very nasty and slutty. But I was there before it got nasty and slutty. Mm. I so you made it nasty and No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't th- I was wearing my kitty man costume. Right. How could I not? I don't know if this is the direction you're trying to hit the podcast, but we could. Oh, wait, we were talking about Dia de los Muertos. And so for those of you who don't, do you like do you like the way that I say that? Yeah, you say it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> the real Dominican here is James, all right? <laughs> I get mistaken. Habla español un poco. Um, un poquito. Uh, so, Dia de los Muertos is the day where you get to celebrate. Oh, if you've seen the movie Coco, then you yeah, will know all go, about it. Yeah. It's beautiful. I it's, cry. It's a beautiful movie. Well, and it's just about like, you know, I love that. I love that day because it's so about celebrating things. So it's like in America, we don't have, you know, death is so sad. Mm-hmm. And I get it. But we should really be, ce- I love that there's a day every year where you can celebrate those who've passed away. Yeah. I started really thinking, because, you know, like it's been everywhere. You know, our, I wasn't going to bring this up, but, you know, John Witherspoon just passed away. No, I'm glad you, why would you not I, I mean, bring I didn't up? know if we want to talk about death. Of course. Death, you know? But it's, He's I a was, great person to celebrate. Right. A legend, a real legend. Just got to re-angle a the real legend right into your mouth. Thank you. That's exactly okay. where I need it. He is like a real legend. Yeah. Can we go through, let's, he was on Friday. John Witherspoon is yeah. like so much of my childhood. If yeah. there was a black movie comedy, he was in it. He was in it. He was like the icon. He and was in um, Friday, all the Friday movies. Yeah. Um, with the Wayans Brothers. Anything with the Wayans Brothers, yeah. he was there. Uh, he was also in Vi- Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay. Did you ever see Vampire? I've never <gasps> seen it. Run to your Hulu as soon as your Let show is over. Let me tell you something, James. We're yeah. going to have a lot of pop catch up for me because I didn't have cable or none of that oh. shit growing up. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to watch all the movies well, here on Minority Corner. You're going to have so much homework on Minority Corner. I do. Like, no. Watch this. Honestly, everybody, he already gave me a whole Google Drive with homework. Yeah. This is going to be, I'm going to be giving. Oh, he was also in the new BoJack Horseman show that's on Netflix. And the Boondocks. The Boondocks. He was yeah. all up in that. I mean, just like so much. He's just so funny. And yeah. I feel like I just recently saw him in something and I was like, oh, he's still. Oh, there's a new movie called Last Friday that I guess he reprised his role. It's in pre-production. Oh, Last Friday. But pre-production. 
I, I don't I, think he's got to be in it. I think they you think they would cut him out like that? No, this I think they made they're making another Friday and I, it says pre-production which oh. means he probably isn't going to be in it. What's yeah, sad. it was sad. It really was one of those things where I didn't, I, you know, you don't know somebody like that, but you was like, wow, him, it had to be him. It's kind of crazy. 77. Yeah. 77. But I was saying with Dia de los Muertos that, you know, now that like death has been kind of like all over the fucking place. I'm like, you know, we don't really do tradition. Like, even in my own, I'm Dominican, but we mm-hmm. don't even really celebrate the dead. I'm like, yo, what if like you're supposed to and I'm fucking be stuck in limbo because my family doesn't have no culture. Y'all need to get it together. Right. For your families, I think it's like a pay it forward thing. So I think we should all celebrate it just in case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like I'm just because like, you don't know. I'm put that shit in my will. Just so do everything. Do it all. Do the do the dances. Just steal from right. all the cultures. Right. Whatever you need. Now that's the time for white people to be appropriating, right? Just in case. That's a good time. <laughs> because everybody's soul doesn't matter if you're white, black, Asian, American. Soul. Every soul does all the casual, on. all the casual racist people love to talk about their soul. How their souls? Oh, they're just so souls. Bomb. They're not white. They're souls. Um, in Sorry. honor of Halloween <laughs> and welcoming you to the show. So we got a great mm-hmm. show today. So since it's episode 200, we're going to be getting into uh, two of our biggest sort of corners that we did in the last hundred episodes. But I feel like since we're, it's sort of like a passing of the baton episode. A little bit. Because we've got you on the show. We're going to hear Aneke's voice on the show. Um, but I want to get to know, we want, the listeners want to get to know you a little bit. Oh, glory. Yeah. Okay, let's talk I, about it. So what is your... What's your favorite scary movie? And like, do you know? And do you know what? Do you know what that quote's from? I'm the scary movie. movie? Okay, <laughs> actually, it's Scream, and Scary Movie was oh. a spoof off of. So, yes, I don't watch scary movies. Why like that. do you get scared? Because I live across from a cemetery, so I'm not trying to conjure no shit up. I'm dead ass. <laughs> That's real. You're like, you know what? For safety reasons, yeah. I'm not doing no I pet was, cemetery. I was trying to watch Sabrina, the <laughs> you know the reboot, the new Sabrina, the one, and it just got. I'm like, you know what, girl? I'm turning this shit off. Like you calling some shit into my house that don't need to be called or woken yeah. up. And dead. You know, because you used to watch the old Sabrina that was like fun. Oh and yeah, yeah. Friendly. And I had the little and you video thought- game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I love it. But people did tell me it was gonna be darker, and I kind of was into it. But then they started doing this whole deep devil there was shit. A lot and of I was devil like, stuff in. Like, a this lot is of more Satan than stuff. pop culture. Somebody <laughs> was trying to get a vendetta on somebody. Someone would sold their soul to yeah. be Elzebub. It's a lot. Uh, but and it's very different. If you thought you're tuning in for like, oh, I love Sabrina. She's fun and silly. And it's like, devil. Uh, yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. But I will say I've seen some scary movies. Oh, God. I don't even know. I'm an old dad. Have you ever seen Candyman? No. We should do, and I can't even talk about this for the longest time. Mm-hmm. We're going to do, because we love to do Minority Corner movie reviews, Candyman. You want to do, you wanna do you know look? what the preference of the premise of the Candyman is? It's wild. I don't know it. So essentially, so it was like this movie. Oh, and what's his face who did uh, Key? Uh, Jordan Michael Key or Keegan Michael Key? No. Who directed, I just combined their names. You're talking about Key and Peel? Yes, Peel. Peel. Jordan Peel. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. Uh so Jordan Peel, he is doing a remake of the mm-hmm. Candyman. Candyman oh, is wow. crazy. So essentially it's this uh I wanna say I'm gonna butcher this, but it's essentially this guy who I think was either a slave or shortly out of the reconstruction area. He was like I think I'm just remembering what I read from Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> and we were gonna watch it. But essentially like he I uh, like was like, I think 
they put like honey on him. They murdered him essentially. He was lynched, and essentially, it's his ghost coming back to like murder white people. I fucking, I'm not gonna say I love that, <laughs> yeah. but I gotta watch it's it. It's historical. It's historical yeah. context, and who better to do it than Jordan Peele as a Yo, remake? I didn't. So. I, I didn't know that. Like I said, I have a lot. Our large pop culture. So, what's some of your favorite movies of like all time? Obviously, Selena, because you're dressed up like Yo, her. Everybody says, baby, baby, mom. Um, it's funny. I'm doing. I'm gonna be a guest on another podcast, and they asked me to put my movies together. I'm. I'm really. I hate doing definites because I'm a Gemini. I hate but committing. But you can just broad but I'm, I'm, spectrum. Because I, I, I hate it too. I hate being like, what's your yeah, favorite? Like I'm I, like, I've got like five. Right. It depends what kind of mood I'm in and what I maybe last saw. Yeah. But you know, one movie that I feel like I did, this is, you're probably not going to like me after this, right? Uh-oh. A Miss Congeniality. I really, <laughs> it's cute. I really it's love, not laughing. It's not terrible. Like Regina King's in that. How yeah, can I hate? All the, all the Afro-Latinas, all the black women that we kind that I look up to, I didn't, they were all in the movie. Yeah. And it was like, you know, representation presentation for me at that time. Murphy Brown's also you know, in it as well. Candace Bergen. Yeah. Uh, William Shatner, I think, is in that movie as well. It's a good movie. I love yeah. Sandra Bullock. I love, you get no side of I love Miss Congeniality, um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm into the whole rom-com. You love romantic comedies. Yeah, I'm into like, the whole rom-com That's so thing. Wild. I don't... <laughs> That's why I try to tell somebody I want to go in that genre. They're like, rom-com is dead. I'm like, you must not know who the fuck I am, bitch. I'm really... Yeah. Uh, I it's so funny. Well, this is great because you're gonna help bring in a whole entire other era that's been missing from Minority Corner yeah. is the romantic Rom-com. comedies. I uh, yeah, I think I uh, yeah, I I love I love the Sandra Bullock. Oh, I'm moving. Right, I heard that, I heard some hotion. One movie that I actually kind of forgot about until Sandra Bruja. No, we're not talking about that bitch again. But Down to Earth is one of my favorite movies. Down to Earth? Wait. Yeah. Remind me. It's with Chris Rock. He's becoming a, a comedian, some comic, but then he dies prematurely. <laughs> yes. And then he becomes, he has to inhibit a white man's body, but he's doing all this black content in this white man's. <laughs> it's just like, I. It and speaks it's my, to you. Regina King was in that movie. Regina King's in like everything. Yes. And, and she's been around, set f- back to uh, John Witherspoon. Yeah. Because Regina King got her started off on Friday mm-hmm. as well. She's been yeah. around forever. She, she tweeted, she, she was like one of the first people that tweeted about it. She's also in the new Watchmen series on yes. HBO, which yes. I do want to see. And yeah. I highly recommend you watch it as well. I'm going to have to, I'm going I'm to catch up from now. Because the Watchmen, I want to see it too. We'll do like a viewing party. Because essentially it's like, like so the Watchmen was this comic that was set in like the 80s and mm-hmm. it, did a lot of stuff about sort of like it was the dark side of like superheroes and yeah. talked about a lot of stuff that was happening in the 80s. Yeah. But with this version, essentially, it's talking about we had talked about in the podcast a long time ago, the Tulsa riots. Mm-hmm. And Aneke had explained this that essentially uh, her character is connected to the Tulsa riots, which were actually the Tulsa massacre, as we yeah. should call it. It's the Black Wall Street where mm-hmm. a bunch of white people went and murdered mm-hmm. all these black folks. That's not casually racist. Right. That's well, beyond. No, be, that's that's not even casual. That's, that's for front racism. No, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like the show kind of connects to that and it's talking about racism. So I think it's going to be, it's like superheroes and racism. Yeah. So I think we got to tune in. I fucking love that shit. But yeah, those are some of my favorite movies. Down to Earth, Big Daddy. Um, what are you watching now? What are Netflix or Hulu yeah. or yeah, I don't Amazon even Prime? Know. You, this is your job now, Gloria. I know, you have to I know, tell the listeners, I know. And, and your have... job is to pitch it to the listeners and tell them what they're not watching okay. and they should be. I'm going to let you know something. Yeah. I'm a rerun kind of girl. Oh, you're watching like a Living Singles? No, like Charmed. I watch this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, you're like... I love you. I watch Charmed, honestly. Did you watch... I, okay, tell me. Tell I me. watch it... Every day, every day. I've seen every... No, I watched it on Netflix. Because you ain't got them commercials. But let me say, I'm a loyal-ass bitch. I never watched that new shit they try to put out. I'm not going to do that. But it starts like three Afro-Latinas. I don't give a fuck about that shit. You don't play with Charmed, all right? 
A lot of people were like, oh, diversity. Now nah, you don't play with charmed. Okay. Can't there be three no. new sisters? You You're could, very adamant I, about I this. I felt like they really, and I, this, you know, back to the whole Siempre Bruja shit. <laughs> they really missed the mark where they could have dug a little bit deeper. They could have done something with the Orishas, with like some kind of voodoo. Maybe they're getting there. No, I don't give a fuck. Okay. But here's the thing. Because yeah. I, I was a fan of it. I haven't seen Why a single episode. Was? Well, I, I mean, I am a No, I... So I watched Charm, but here's this the thing. This is the end of my, I'm leaving. No, I'm <laughs> She's kidding, gone. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Here's my thing. I watched Charm, but just because like there wasn't a lot of options back then. Oh. And because my thing is that I grew up and I watched Buffy. Buffy okay. was my I, shit. I did watch Buffy too. I felt that Charmed was like a Buffy sort of knockoff oh, in some ways. No, because by season three, they were like, we're going to fight too. And all of a sudden they could like do like kicks and they things did like that. They a lot of pop. <laughs> like they had like a little magic school episode. They started kind of getting a little crazy with it. But I feel like their the, plots just didn't. I feel like but, Buffy told better, like cohesive storylines. Uh, there are a lot of plot holes in Charm. Leave them bitches alone. But all I, of a sudden, like her child from the futures come back in the present. The future shit <laughs> got, got a little wait, weird. But Charm for me was like I was going through puberty when I was watching right. Charm, so I was going this up is, with them bitches. Yeah. So I'm a little. You were a I'm Hallowell connected. Sister yourself. I was. I was. I was a Phoebe. You, but oh, she was the one that could freeze time. She was kind of like the whole of the group. Wait, was Phoebe the one that could freeze time? No, that's or was that Alyssa Milano. Piper. Oh, Piper. Piper. Alyssa Milano is her Phoebe. powers were always changing. She was no, like, she was freezing and blowing shit up. She used her hands. That's Piper. Yeah, but so, Phoebe, they kind of changed her like, power all got, the time. She didn't have any power. She was like she empathetic. Could, it was the budget. They had budget cuts. I'm not gonna lie to you. They did. You know, it snaps the show because it was able to continue after Shannon Doherty left. Yeah, Shannon Doherty was the shit. And she, then was. she was like, she made I'm a little, out. and I did like the darkness of Charm when she was on there for three seasons. But I really, I sorry, you know, yeah. the facts. I got facts on Charms, but I do like that they put like some lighthearted, you know, back back to your friend. And that like, guy, they put the Sleeping Beauty. They did. She's a mermaid now. Yeah, they, I just feel like every episode was like a gimmicky sort of thing where it was like, but now she's a mummy. I'm, Will she be a mummy forever? No, she's not gonna be a mummy forever. Wanted, we know. Wanted, they just wanted to dress up. That was Let, literally like what cause it was. Right. It was Halloween every, every day. day. I would love that job. But I so here's the thing because I they're talking about rebooting Buffy and doing a black Buffy. Okay, that I'm I was here saying, for you, it. You, you lost me on reboot, but you got me back at black. Right, and yeah. so how can a, well, I mean, why is a black Buffy okay and not like a, a diverse, like black lady Afro Latina charmed? That's <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you, that's different. That's different. I don't understand how. Because charmed, totally right. charmed <laughs> is, is a cult, I would say it's a cult classic. It's, so is Buffy. Buffy's but, 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 Buffy hasn't even been huge or Buffy cult was, was like a pop thing. What is the difference? It's, look, it's, they're both it's, part of pop culture. It's, it's different. It's different. Okay, we're gonna okay agree to disagree. Yeah. Apples and oranges. We're gonna do that a lot the next oh, year. But that's why a little. This was great. A little introduction yeah. into minority corner. Oh, so now people think I have bad taste. I like no. fucking miscongeniality and charms. <laughs> There is a fan out there who yeah. is like finally, finally. someone yeah. who speaks to me. Mercury retrograde and charm. <laughs> Bitch is crazy. Glory, I'm so excited to have you here on the show. Mm. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to jump into our first corner digging into the archives uh, from episode 104. We're going to be talking about why, oh, Disney's top five racist rides. Love that. Mm-hmm. 
is Amy Mann. And I'm Ted Leo. And we have a podcast called The Art of Process. We've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work. And so I have to write material that makes sense and makes people laugh. I also have to think about what I'm saying to people. If I kick your ass, I'll make you famous. The fight to get LGBTQ representation in the show. We weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect. I really just became a political speechwriter by accident, realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. <laughs> Listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist. And we're back. Hey. Did you get more charm facts for us during the break? I did. I'm still trying to figure out if the mall is the thing in the middle. Like, I know it's called a mall. Or maybe in, on some campuses, I know it's a mall. I know it's Do you mall. know that? Now yeah. it seems like you're just a writer on Wikipedia just, who's just... Did you just write that on Wikipedia said, during uh, the break? I did. Just go look at Mall's edition. Oh my god! Um, great. Well, we're gonna inter- we're gonna jump into uh, our first quarter. So we're celebrating. We just passed the 100 episodes mark. Ow! And we're gonna go back in time to episode 104. Okay. I had this is wait this is like two fucking years ago. It's almost two years ago. It's like November 17, 2017. Wow. And I had just, I was still working at Marvel. I'd just gotten done running, setting the episode up for you. Yeah. I had we, just gotten done running the Marvel 5K because I was working at Marvel and we mm-hmm. did a run Disney thing and mm-hmm. we had run. And then we st- st- spent the day at Disneyland and we were riding all these rides. Mm-hmm. And I had gone on the Jungle Cruise Boat ride. And that thing was so fucking racist and uncomfortable. There's points where they have these like little bit of like ooga booga men like shooting oh, darts at no. you. And I'm like, it's 2000 and this point 17, 2019. And the shit still ha- It's uncomfortable for me as a person of color. And it should be uncomfortable for everybody on that goddamn boat. Right. Wait. So, wait. Hold on. Yeah. Roll back. Okay. That's when we met, right? 2017? One. Oh, 2018. 2018. Black Panther just came out. And second of all, I love that you went there to have fun, but you were so woke. It was like, <laughs> I'm looking for racism. I'm like, what is happening? I'm Disney looking for casual racism. <laughs> This is casually racist. That's how Disney loves to do it. They just love yeah. a little sprinkle, a little zippity doo dah. Right. Speaking of zippity doo dah, another ride that's racist. Uh, spoiler alert: Splash Mountain, because it's based on uh, "Song of the South," which was a movie that Disney had put out, which they put into their vaults. So we're gonna talk about it all in the corner. Damn, that was my favorite ride. Yeah, well, when you go back there, it's got a whole new connotation. So there's all these rides that I feel like, especially like I feel like the um, I talk about this in the in the episode, but the uh, Jungle Cruise, which the movie's coming out. Mm-hmm. I hope they, you know, get rid of the Ooga Booga men. Yeah, they got it. I, but it's right in the New Orleans era area in mm-hmm. Disneyland, and they could just turn that into like the Frog Princess Land or something, yeah. you know? And Tatiana, they might fuck that shit up too. Let's be honest. Would. But they, yeah. they could do something else. Uh, so we're gonna go into that. I strap Ooh, on. I have a game oh, they yeah. can play. They okay. can do like hop the tat, like the the pack. bingo. Not the bingo. You, what is that shit called with the tadpoles? Um, the leaf, fishing, the fish, hop the fish, no, go fish, no, James. leapfrog, uh, not leapfrog. tadpoles. No, it's like where they where the pond and you can just look. oh down to the bank with the hanging. You know what? Let's just the- end this. Bye. <laughs> James, it's your corner. Disneyland is racist. <laughs> It's a racist world after all. That is a true song. <laughs>
So, Disneyland. Yes. And that pop quiz hot shot. All right. Were blacks originally allowed into the park when it opened in July, 17, July 17th, 1955? I probably am going to say no, which makes me sad. <laughs> but I'm hoping well, they were. Actually, they were. Okay, uh, cause I was Woo! So, because I was experiencing Woo! some experiences on some of these uh, attractions and rides there, and yeah. this was my first question that popped up. So, based on my research, all were all were welcomed when the park first opened. Okay, uh, but so. for various reasons, POCs were not really showing up in mass amounts. You know, mm. um, and you can imagine because, of course, like if you also look at the movies that Disney was promote, like producing. I mean, and Song also, of the South. Come on, y'all. Well, we're getting to it. Okay, we are, okay don't so- you jump ahead. <laughs> Don't you sit down, okay. put your arms and your legs into the ride, and make sure that your safety belt is latched on, yes. and you just sit right I'm there. I'm ready for it, way. and I'll contain myself. Uh, <laughs> but actually, Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. was there hanging out with Frank Sinatra on the opening day. Um, okay. As one does. They didn't hire, um, they actually weren't really hiring any uh, black folks before 1963 where they were, started receiving pressure from activists uh, to start hiring folks. And I think it, mostly hiring them for more so like Janet, their lower end Boo. jobs. Yeah. So that was my first sort of foray because I, I was experiencing some rides. So mm-hmm. um, what's, there's five rides that I kind of just want to touch on as we lead up to the main event. And yes. I think you already know what the main event is. Yes. Um, well, so we were just talking. There could be two. There's two really racist rides. So, or three. Oh my God. Top five. It's my top five racist rides at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> number one. We all know this one. We're going to go with it. I know it's your favorite in that game, but I'm going to put it as number one. Yeah. It's a small, it's a small world. It's a racist ride. Uh, it's my favorite and it's, it's a racist <laughs> ride. I can accept this. Just, this is why we say side eye your heroes. There you go. And that's another thing. I was like, literally, we're coming out to this week's episode. I was like, I got a side eye, a side eye another hero. I know. It's every week always, I've been side eyeing. I have like, no more eyes left. I know. They're like, just gone. They just popped out. <laughs> my eyes are popping. Not just my lip gloss. My eyes are. <laughs> um... <laughs> So it was originally called Children of the World back in 1964 for mm-hmm. the New York World's Fair. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's just, it's, I didn't write it this go around, but I remember, I've written it enough. Yeah. I, you just kind of get this like dated sense of looking at the world from this white American national lens. And it's also like creepy as fuck. It's, uh, okay. So it is one, it's creepy. Okay. So <laughs> just like how we have to, we have, oh, this is going to be tough for me because I, I really do love this ride. And, one, I hate the fact that it's just like you go, oh, we got Sweden and France yes. and Italy and then Africa all, and all then Sweden. All of these European, <laughs> well, that's the thing. England. All these European countries get they get all these different differentiations between them, and that's that's huge. And that is it's, it's again like a huge way that how America looks at uh, the rest of the world, and spe- specifically the African continent. Like that is that is a big. That's a big issue and a big problem. That it's still 2017, and that hasn't even been changed. And they're like also like, but Africa has like skyscrapers yeah, and shit. Like, they need to put like fucking Nigeria and Ethiopia yeah. and South Ethiopia, Africa. The, and- there's the Nubians. There's all kinds of stuff yeah. that is just you know cut out and crammed to this really really tiny section. Can so, I tell you why I like it? Sure. Okay, so the reason why I like it is um, when I was a little, little baby kid, I was enchanted by it. And this is a mm-hmm. lot of times that, that what we have to struggle with when we're encountering things that are problematic when you get older. 
I I had the book and I would look at the book constantly and I think it's mostly because you're fully immersed in a world with things flying sure. above your head and the colors are yeah. beautiful. Now, yes, it's problematic and it's terrible and racist. Sorry. I just had to say that. No, yeah, and it's also hey, it's it's one of the the few rides that Disneyland has that everyone can write it. There's yeah. space for everyone to write it. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean there 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 is that. It's just like here it is it's 2017 and there is time and opportunity yes. to to change it and exactly. it's just like it's a conscious choice to not. Like so, let's mix it up. Fuck. Well, let's get on to our next ride. Okay. So, because <laughs> we still, because I want to make sure that we spend enough time on our, our very, very last one because it's okay. got a lot of history behind it. Yes. Uh, so, the next one we went, and this one we did go on. These next few we actually did go on. Mm-hmm. So, then we went into the Enchanted Tiki Room, which I've never been in. Racist. <laughs> so, the Enchanted Tiki Room <laughs> is, uh, as I, uh, it's called, it's sort of a pseudo, pseudo Polynesian themed musical animatronic show. I'm glad you uh, said drawing pseudo, from because that shit. Drawing from American tiki culture, according yes. to Wiki, that's what <laughs> American tiki culture like specified, and that's how yes. Wikipedia uh, put it. <laughs> Good on Wikipedia. Whoever entered that entry, you smart, and I'm proud of you. So you go in there, and it's a bunch of birds. And again, we had the little ones. We were like, you know, these kids being enchanted by these, you Those know, experiences or whatnot. Fucking- so I uh, <laughs> so there are four lead birds, mm-hmm. and the first one you get introduced to is Jose. Which and Nikki, is... where do you where do you think Jose is from? Um, Cincinnati. <laughs> no, he is. He could be. I'm, there are a lot of Jose's from Cincinnati, but no, this one in the tiki room, he's uh, from Mexico and speaks with a Mexican accent. Like he a is thick he, one. Like he, they are not even pretending one. in this fucking shit. Oh, so bad. And he's wearing the colors red, white, and green. So he's wearing the colors of the Mexican flag. In case you didn't get it, like just getting heavy handed. I think he's from Mexico, but I'm not sure. Oh, it's the Mexican flag. What does that have to do with Polynesian culture? That is the other thing, too, because like... What? You are taking this into a weird turn. So again, everything that I'm is unnecessary. So it's unnecessary. Okay, let's get to the next one. Yeah. So we have Michael. Yeah, where's uh, Michael from? Well, his colors are white and green. Okay. He Ireland. So he speaks with an Irish accent. And- Let's just say it's racist too, because it's like the most oh. like oh, do, 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 do. like it is like ah, what are you oh, doing? Look at and, and they're parrots too. So I didn't know that there were Mexican parrots and Irish parrots. And I guess also, that, okay. What does this have to do with Polynesian culture? Very true. And then there's Pierre. Right. Pierre. Where do you think Pierre's from? France. There it is. His colors are blue, white, and red. And then there's Fritz. And do you this know where Fritz is, is from? Yeah, he's German, and that one really threw me off when I because, went but, as an adult. And you, know his, and you know what his colors are? What? White. So this is also weird because <laughs> he's this white German. Why so it's like this weird flag. See, and then it's sort of like this. Is it white nationalism? Is that what's happening like, here? What's happening? The whole and, time, and then, Andrew were like, what is going on in here? And then all the ladybirds all pop up out, and they're just, they all are just, they're just all white, not dis, un, not distinct, have no personality. They don't speak. They just, they just sing. And so it's just like the ladybirds, right? So there's it's that. Yeah. The weirdest shit because it's like, why is it the tiki room? Why aren't the, like, I, um, the whole thing is mystifying to me. It could have just been like birds of, I guess, the world. But I feel like you could have. And again, it's 2017, so they can record those, re-record those fucking tracks, and you can keep all the same names. And it's just, it's Jose, and it's just this guy talking. Right, right. Or, you know you could just hire they, Jimmy Schmitz and just have to, him no, talk. You know what? 
They did Moana. Disneyland is now an owner of Moana. They need to just mm. shut down the tiki room, revamp it for Moana. Yeah. Get some Lin Manuel Miranda music well, Miranda playing song. through there. Oh, you are so right. That's the thing is like with all, you're so right because all of these rides can can be updated, especially one that we're getting to, especially with the the new themes. They have yes. other options. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh, okay. Let's talk I'm, about this problem. I'm just ride. going for. I'm going for all of your things. I wasn't this even thinking about not, this one. Yeah, this ride. I mean, all the characters are, are white. And it's, again, mm. too, it's like Disney, like, you could, you have the opportunity where you could diversify. Uh, they have revamped one of the more problematic scenes that are in uh, Pirates. Especially towards the end, there's these pirates were originally were chasing women around in these circles, essentially trying to rape them. Which is gross. Right? Yes. That's what pirates do. They rape and pillage. So they finally, they changed it. They, they did different iterations. The first update, they were like, okay, uh, they just had the women holding pies and various <laughs> food. So then it was that like the men were trying to get the food, like, not no. the women. But no, they're going to get both of those because that's what pirates do. Yeah. They're going to eat the food and then pillage. take advantage of these women. Yes. And pillage those ladies. So then they're like, oh, okay. So then the second update was that the women were then chasing the pirates with like brooms and rolling pins because uh, they were chasing them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. They just, you know, fix it that way. That lasted um, for a couple years. And that's still going on. That's what I, the last thing that I just saw. Okay, that is yeah. still there. Okay. Um, and But what is also still still there is the auction right. for Take a Wench for a Bride. So this is a scene where you're coming up and the women are all tied up in a row and it's it. Take a Wench for a Bride. And again, like, it's 2017 like, is the theme of this. Why, why wasn't this changed in 1975? 56? Yeah, I know. Or 75. First of all, why did it take so long for anybody to, to, to raise an eyebrow? So it is now going to be, they're going to shut it down in 2018 and it's going to be changed to one of the red hair women because mm. apparently the 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 head of the imagineering reimagineering team uh said the redhead woman is the most popular because they get a call out to her or something in it they're like how much for the red wench yeah, or something like that yeah. <laughs> so gross so the red <laughs> the the good news is she's now going to become a pirate so it's the first female pirate that's in there which is dope that's good. and she they're still going to be auctioning her off no, i'm just kidding no um, stop it no. Stop She's going to be now, she's a pirate who's now auctioning off booty. And I do mean pirate booty. Oh, yeah. And short shorts. Yeah, it's just me in short shorts. So they're auctioning me. That's weird. I know. I don't like that. I don't know. That's a weird. Well, could that work if I'm dancing in my go go dancing shorts? Maybe it's it's like a dance a thon and they're putting money wagers on your. As long as I'm not in like chains and this dark turn. Picking cotton. Yeah. So so here's my thing though. Uh I love this example because it shows that change is possible exactly that change is possible so right. then why oh, no. when i went on to the jungle cruise oh no i forgot about the jungle yeah. cruise I, oh, next no. up we are going on to the jungle cruise now i've never been on the jungle cruise before oh god and i forgot about that fucking ride the jungle cruise is sort of like you're like it's the 1930s and you're going through like south america and Problematic africa Problematic right? already it's already and then you've got this like cruise guide who's cracking jokes along the way and at first it starts off halfway through the ride. I'm just seeing animatronic elephants and some real that need some attention. They uh, <laughs> they're, have not been touched since they were first introduced in like the sixties or whatever. Uh, and then there's, then there's rhinos, which I found out that the rhinos that they use are actually these extinct rhinos. So it already needs to be updated because those rhinos don't exist. That's sad. And, 
Then there's a scene where like we're cruising along and then the monkeys have guns, which is also weird. The yes. monkeys take over this camp. Okay. And so that that gets weird. Yeah. And then just when you thought it was like, okay, this is a thing. And I turn a corner mm-hmm. and then I hear some some tribal dancing and drums. And I'm like, oh God. I know. I know. Oh God. I no, know. don't. Please don't. Because I purposely didn't do it. It's a small world because I just didn't feel like being subjected to this, you know, old ancient idea about what Africa is. Right. Again, a fucking continent. It's not a country. It's a continent. Exactly. With several different ethnicities and right. cultures with inside of it. Yeah. And so Hundreds. you see these people who are, who are tribal dancing. So I'm like, okay. And then we pass by that. And then we see a pile of skulls. I know, so right? now it's, like, it's revealed that these tribal people who are dancing are also, also they're cannibals, right? And so then and then they start throwing spears at us. The darts, right? Isn't there like there's There's some darts going on. And then there's a witch doctor who's holding some shrunken severed heads. Wait. James, they for real still have that witch doctor that pops out oh, at you? Witch doctor is the last thing. So as soon as we started getting to the schools, Aneke, I what? could... And that's a sad thing. I was having such a great Disney magical adventure. And I, I grew up side-eyeing Disney because for me, yeah. in my family, Disney was kind of... For kind of for white white people, yeah. as far as in my for my family, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. like again, we're not really representing their cartoons. Right. Um, it's sort of this idealistic, already sort of like make America great sort of thing already happening mm-hmm. in the in the Disney Street, sort of utopia. Yeah, exactly. And so, and and also they didn't have like in my family we rode like you know roller coasters with drops. Like my mom was like very adamant so, about like she wanted you were real a six roller flags coasters. <laughs> we were a six flags family. As soon as I was old enough, my mom took me on Top Gun, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. away we went. Right. So like, and just I didn't really have that. It was a little, little too hokey. So you know, it's, it's taken me some time to like you know make my peace with Disneyland, yeah. and then this shit happened, and I, I very verbally said there was. Uh, aside from me and Jason and his his fan, like his wife and and, and daughter, yeah. th- it was just a boat full of white people. Yeah, of course. And Disneyland. I just say out loud, "This is not okay." I'm I start glad waving you said my that. finger. I I I wave my finger at that witch doctor. I'm like, "No, nope, this is not okay. <laughs> this is not okay." And literally, as I'm starting to say this, the white people have a, like a, a sort of like, "Oh," and they kind of then sort of hang their heads down. Good. <laughs> Because no one should be okay with that. Because literally, it's the African Ooga Booga Savage is still there in 2017. It is literally the Ooga Booga there. I haven't been on the Jungle Cruise in a thousand years, and I totally forgot that they have a fucking witch doctor at the end. Here's the thing that makes me so sad, because like, had I not been on that ride, I need to be on every one of those boats. Put me on every one of those boats. Book me so I can have a reaction, and I'm a part of the ride where we talk about how this is wrong and not okay. Oh my god, I am looking at... Images of this now? This is fucked up. This is fucked up. He has like crazy eyeballs and shit. Yep. It's 2017. It's white nationalism. This is the thing that justifies things like colonialism and slavery. And it just shows at oh, the entire shit. continent of Africa is uncivilized, unmoral. They updated animals. him. He used to have a bone through his nose. Wow. They took out the bone. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That thing is a stone's throw away from New Orleans. Who is the princess of New Orleans? Tiana. So why not do like a princess and the frog right. through the bayou Fucking tour or something? Like, like Tiana at the end or some shit where it's like beautiful and fun, even though their witch doctor and that whole thing was a little problematic the, too. But. Right. Okay. Yeah. Very true. Uh, but like, it says like there's like it's 2017. There's options. It makes me kind of nervous for they're doing a jungle cruise uh, movie. Oh, they so, are. 
Who's oh, in it? Yeah. Is the rock in it? Because he's posing on this boat as I'm looking through these pictures. He's black. Um, he oh, should he say some might. shit about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm hoping that when that movie comes out, they're going to revamp this ride or just get rid of it. Something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So last one I want to touch on. This is the main, main event. Yes. We need to go to, and you already know this one, so I think you can help me with this one. Okay. Let's go the... Splash Mountain. Oh, this is the one I was thinking about. You surprised me with the pirates and the Jungle Cruise because I wasn't even thinking about it, but they need to fucking change this tar baby shit. Okay, so Splash Mountain was introduced in the 1980s. I remember this was like a big, big deal when this ride, because I was five years old, I couldn't ride it, my brother was 10, and he got to ride it. (laughs) And this ride, uh, $75 million were spent into this ride. Damn, that's expensive. If you've ever ridden that ride and you're like, what the fuck is this? Well, it's based on a movie that Disney, that has locked away into their vault. It's called Song of the South. It was uh, produced in 1946. It's a mixed mixture of live action and animation. And if you don't know what it is, the Song of the South is I. Like I said, it's a live action animation hybrid. It was directed by, fuck those guys. Yeah, Um, you guys know the song. You guys know the song. Well, but let's go through the, the plot of it, right? Okay. So it's based on it's based on the collected uh, Uncle Remus stories of author Joel Chandler Harris. Okay. And the film follows an innocent young boy from Atlanta named Johnny, <laughs> and who moves with his mother to his grandmother's plantation. Fun. So this is already <laughs> already a boatload of fun. Who better to handle you know the sensitivity of you know. Plantations and post Civil War. This is po- it's also post Civil War. Yeah. Then Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't they gonna in 1946? They're gonna do a really good Disney- job. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Johnny's father remains in Atlanta, uh, working for as a newspaper editor. And I. Uh, so then they're still in this plant- plantation post Civil War, and Johnny learns a series of life lessons from Uncle Remus, uh, who's a former slave who tells stories about Briar Rabbit and the other critters. I. Uh, cool. And the stories are. Uh, <laughs> so, but the stories are based on African American folklore um, that awesome. Harris had collected. And right? I like that so, aspect. So there's that aspect, but the problem, uh, some of the problematic parts of it are, are like the characters of Uncle Remus and Aunt uh, Tempe, who are these former slaves who are still working on the plantation. Um, and everything is just, everything is just fine as fine can be. As you go into the song, zippity do uh, zippity day, my oh my, what a wonderful day. For sharecroppers who have been subjugated sunshine. and can't make money or have any land. <laughs> But everything's fine. Everything's great. And so it's like literally like I don't know what the like uh, the male version is of a mammy is, but Uncle Remus is like essentially just like this, you know. I, oh, yeah. They have the two different versions. So there's the so what James is talking about is the different um, prototypes of black women. There's mammy, which is the desexualized, um, usually larger mothering woman. There's the Jezebel who's going to steal your man and has big booty. And um for the men, they're either the hypersexual mandingo or the desexualized louse about grandfatherly Uncle Remus. Right, yeah, and so Uncle Remus is just telling all these stories, and and the song Zippity Doodah won an Oscar what? for best original song. Jesus. Yeah, and it's still a beloved tune. Like, but here's the thing: anytime you hear Zippity Doodah, I want you to picture a former slave still kind of pretty much a slave singing this on a plantation because that's the song. I know it Cause is. Because that, that, is, that, is, that is the song. So the ride is based on on this. It doesn't have the characters of, like, Uncle Remus um, in it. Cut that guy uh, But out. it's also... 
But it's kind of crazy that in 1980s they were like, we're going to do a ride based on this movie. Right. They were like, that- oh, this is okay. Yeah. So, but they banned it in 1986. Uh, after people were like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why is this back?" Like, and because they had re-released it on like VHS, and then they were like, "Just kidding! It's going back in the Disney vaults, and it hasn't been seen for like 30 years. You can get it like online or whatnot." Keep that shit in um, the vault. But what's kind of like so? I mean, Zippity Doo itself, like, uh, it, it sort of shows you know the whole entire situation. What's really happening is like utterly uncomplicated. Of like, it strips away any sense of like the politics, the history, the yep. ideology of what's happening. Like, you would never kind of. It's almost like a, a reconstructionist idea of, of slavery exactly. and what was happening for those characters. Mm-hmm. A revisionist um, history. You don't really understand the real relationships between blacks and whites. It's very vague when you watch that movie, and it sort of just shows that like plantation are a harmonious place where blacks are inferior but content exactly james speaking the motherfucking truth so like the moral of the story i guess briar rabbit (laughs) wants to leave home and get away from his problems because he wants to get away from briar fox and briar bear and the moral of the story is you can't avoid your troubles and there's no place like at home because the kid johnny wants to go back to where his like you know dad is but it's like hey you got to stay where you are and make the best of it that's what the fucking former slave is saying oh god uh, well no i mean that's kind of the story of briar rabbit like the the moral of the subtext of the story like briar rabbit is experienced yes that's kind of the, the subject. So, like, don't leave the plantation. Don't try to bother better yourself. Just be happy with where you are. Still working on that plantation. Let's not but leave. Hey, a mass what? is going to get you. But guess what? You get plenty of sunshine yeah. coming your way. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, literally, like, you. then you see, like, you're like, oh, Jar Jar Binks. It's yeah, like Jar Jar Binks is, like, literally Uncle Remus of his day. Because that's what he uh, sounds like. The, if you listen to the way he talks, it's, like, literally so embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there is, like, in the movie, there's a slur, Tar tar Baby mm. gets used when I think Briar, Briar, Briar Rabbit gets stuck in some tar. Um, and they upped in the ride. They didn't have him get stuck in tar, oh. but they're referencing it when he gets stuck in a beehive instead. Oh, so they changed it. Because Tar Baby was, a der- was derogatory towards black people. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. And it comes from it because I, I think Briar Rabbit uses, a, he makes a tar baby to fool Briar Fox. Oh. Oh, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But the tar baby um, looks like a minstrel. It's a, a straight out of that, right? <laughs> um, and so there were protests in 1946. Uh, what I love is that black folks were like, fuck this mess. From the beginning? Like, I feel like you never... From the beginning. Yes. It, it, it was like months... Of, it premiered on December 14th, 1946. And uh, they protested at the Manhattan Palace Theater. So here in New York. Oh, wow. Um, yes. We talked about him before. Um, Congressman uh, Harlem's representative, woo, woo, that's where I live. Oh, uh, nice. Congressperson Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Um, wrote a message to the Commissioner of Licenses complaining about the Song of the South, mm. which he deemed as an insult of American minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. And uh, there was this quote that was said that no matter how much one argues that it's all childish fiction, the master and slave relation is so lovingly regarded mm-hmm. with the Negroes bowing and scrapping and singing spirituals in the night that one almost imagines that you figure Abraham Lincoln made a mistake. Put <laughs> yeah. down your mint julep, Mr. Disney. <laughs> oh, my God. 
That's what uh, someone of the New York Times, uh, oh, uh, critic, film critic Bosley Crowther, he was not having this movie back then. Good, so. because he was someone who actually knew about something that's going to be fucked up. Yeah, and like this movie at the time was also, again, sort of like Birth of a Nation. It was an innovative movie because it was using live action right. and uh, animation. And the director of uh, Greg Tolan, the cinematographer of Graves of Wrath and Citizen Kane, it was like one of the first color films that he ever shot. So it was like this huge, oh, wow. big thing. Wow. So going back to like, it's 2017, mm-hmm. you have a ride that is based on really problematic racism. Yes. Why not replace it with Zootopia? Like you can oh. make it the Zootopia Splash Mountain ride. You because still get still the animals. rabbits. You still get the, it's still animals. It's literally the same thing. And then you splash down a thing. Like it's not that hard to do the right thing. James, I, I love get, it. I, I'm so frustrated because it's like Disney just isn't it. it they don't care. And like, here's the thing mm-hmm. with Pirates of the Caribbean, again, because it's dealing with white women being treated disrespected, disrespectfully it changed. and it got changed. Mm-hmm. But we still have the Ooga Boogas and the, and the Jungle Cruise. Right. And just like the, the African drumming and it's a small world. And and it's just like it's a lack of wanting to do it. So right. what I'm going to do is we're going to start a petition. Oh, we're shit. starting a petition to I'm gonna I'm going after one at a time. So okay. I'm going after because Jungle Cruise hurt my heart when I was yeah, on that ride. Get that guy out of there. Hurt my heart. So we're gonna start a petition. We'll put it up in the Minority Corner Kids uh, group. Um, I love if you're it. watching this on Friday and it's not up. Uh, I haven't figured out how to do it. So if you know how to start a petition online, I guess you just go to change.org or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, James. But w- <laughs> we're going to start a petition to get this thing I think Jungle changed. Cruise number one and then definitely Song of the South because I am looking at these p- images and they are fucked mm. up. Did you know that there used to be an Uncle Remus syrup and it's called and the catchphrase was this show am good. I'm done. I'm done. Like it fucking, it hurts. Get it it out of my face and my children, my future children. Yes. And the problem with all of these rides is just the subtleness of the racism. Because again, this place that we have, I mean, it attracts millions of people on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. And these are young, impressionable minds. And this is what they're thinking of. Maybe in Splash Mountain, Uncle Remus thankfully isn't there, but definitely things like all the other rides. Those are... Those are people, some of, some of these young kids' first contact with uh, the African continent or with right. Polynesian-type culture or different accents, exactly. and it's done for play and as a joke, and it hurts to be a POC up in that park and seeing your culture being represented like that. It's so and in 2017, this is unacceptable. There, Like you said, there are so many... Like, if you have sentimental value to it, you need to get over it. Just like how I have sentimental value towards It's a Small World... I am getting over that shit for the greater good, for the greater Mm. good of the country. And I know that you can still keep the integrity of the ride without insulting people. Like, absolutely. That's what I have to say to all those people that are like, but what about I loved it? It's my childhood. It's time to move on. Change it up. Change it up. I, and, 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 and so that, you know, it's time to change it up because and, and I know that Disney is capable because I do, when I flip on, I, I, I've discovered who Zendaya is for the first time outside of <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. She has this great show. I knew, she, I thought She's she was great. like a political activist. Her. She has a show where she and her whole entire black family are spies. She's and, from Oakland. So yes. But like the fact that like, like they have this show and then there's another show where oh, it's on an Disney Asian American. Or Disney? Uh, uh, well, uh, 
on the on the Disney Channel, yes. and they have another show where there's an Asian American girl, and in the second season, her friend, if they find out that her uh, male friend, they both have a crush on the same boy. So I know they can do that it. Disney is possible for it, but Disneyland itself just needs. We need to needs an drain update. it, drain that racist swamp. <laughs> we need to update it. <laughs> Get the Uga Boogas out of there first and foremost, and then. And then Uncle Remus slash Mountain, we're coming for you. We're just going to make it Zootopia and done and done. Easy. Well, maybe not easy, but Disney, you got a lot of money. If you can you build can do a it. big old fucking Guardians of the Galaxy ride, you could do a little revamping here and there. Disney. Fix your shit. Fix it. I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners, regardless of quality or content, with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or a Medi- medication. medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice Kicking it, kicking it over. Um, absolutely. That was good. That was good, James. So we have another. So now we're gonna dip into Neke's uh, top pick. So here's the thing. This wow. is hard because Neke had so many amazing episodes to choose from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we she did an episode from Unbot and Unbossed about Shirley Chisholm, okay, who was the first black woman to absolutely. run uh, for president yep. back in, like 1964, I believe it was. Hillary was not the first. I love that you did. I just want to make sure we're getting them facts right. You know, I, sometimes I'm prepared, but I want to make sure we're not lying. <laughs> oh, God. Glory's going to be a fact checker. Then we did yeah. another episode where it was uh, titled uh, Hop Along Bingo and the Joyland Jazzers. Mm-hmm. I don't have episode numbers for you because after a while we stopped doing episode numbers. But we're going to well, start. Well, how do we know we're at? Exactly. Okay. But we know because I've counted that we've, we're at episode 201. Damn, someone got to send we you a check. We could actually be 202, but we don't know. Oh. But from now on, we're going to start counting the episodes okay. again because okay. it's like good that. to keep track. I love me some metrics. So Hop Along Bingo and the Joyland Jazzers was about the first black amusement parks that mm. are no longer in existence. Some of them are parking lots. Where were they at? Down in like the south. Oh, wow. So that one, there's also an episode where she, talk, she talked about the Gullah Geechee Nations people, mm. um, which Gullah Gullah's Island was based on. Mm. There, It's like from Jacksonville, Florida to Jacksonville. Where for the next the Jackson? The next Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville, Georgia. Mm. I don't know. It's been um, a while. I haven't listened to the episode in a while. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not a liar. But it's about them and how they're losing their land there and uh, because of global warming. And they're also having difficulty buying housing property because of... I don't even know if that's casual racism. I guess it's casual slipping into full-on racism. Mm, that was a we need a middle ground racism. And then we have the Mary Poppins episode. Oh, is this middle Ed, ground or oh, this is oh well, this is maybe because at Nike did a corner where it talks about how Mary Poppins is racist, and you okay. might think like, ooh, she just fun. Well, she I racist. can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't we actually just dig in and, and I find feel like, out? I feel like that fits in well with our Disneyland theme. So mm-hmm. keeping on track of that. One caveat, we recorded this in Aneke's 
uh, garage. Okay. I sound amazing oh, on God. the audio. <laughs> and Nike sounds far away. That was okay. not purposeful. She is for artistic direction. Yeah, yeah. bad artistic direction on yeah. my part. I was kind of the Tina Knowles of that episode. Okay. Fucking it up. Oh, don't do Tina like that, James. James. How's Darion? Yeah. I'm so glad those girls got I out of those a, I used to be a model for Darion. Uh, for, for Tina Knowles? For, Way to bury the lead. <laughs> okay, notes for next week. Oh, that's how you don't want me to shade Tina Knowles because you might need Ew, to do some more. Don't wear it. her clothes. First, her it was clothes a long time terrible. ago. Don't leave. leave the, that was nice. It did nice to my butt. Okay, let's look go back like to they, racism and marriage. Like they fell off. They would fall off. It was her first brand. You don't get it right the first time, James. It looks like she had like put together, you know, like when I'm trying to make a mermaid outfit that's I know, glittery. I know. But, you know, she did what she, she, you know, the only reason why she dressed them was because these designers wouldn't dress us in a shower because they were highly. Races, oh. so she decided to become the designer. See, now look who's putting okay, game right. Okay, so she had to design. She's designed. That's why they all looked kind of like the same, right? Because the the houses, the big houses, wouldn't dress that same child. Oh. And that's a fact. That's a fact. Well, I'm. That is <laughs> uh, shut me up. I got nothing. Well, go ahead, Tina Knowles. This is uh, you're already pulling your weight around yeah. here in the corner. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get in to see why Mary Poppins is racist. Oh. I'm what? Back. She's back. I got a corner. She yes, she does. I got a corner. She got a corner. And I'm back. And she's back. Do you want to know the name of this corner is? Um, yeah. Old racist ass Mary Poppins. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> she is back. She is back. I had a feeling. Is this new Mary Poppins or old Mary Poppins? Both. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I am intrigued. Good. Take us on a journey. Okay, so basically, oh. this is from an article that I read in the New York Times mm-hmm. called. Mary Poppins and a Nanny's Shameful Flirting with Blackface by Daniel Pollock Peltziner. Okay. Well, okay. let me get in my... Just un- get my- uncomfortable. <laughs> I was going to say, let me get my uncomfortable chair. We've been basically talking about this. So. <laughs> Revving up to this. Okay. So, basically, Mary Poppins, we all love Mary Poppins. I love Mary Poppins. I'm indifferent. Okay. That's good. You're probably at a good place for that. <laughs> okay. Story. You're not ruining my childhood. Uh, I liked Mary Poppins, but I, you know what? I wasn't like... She's alright. It was too chitty chitty bang bang for me. Yeah, well, chitty chitty bang bang is like the cornier <laughs> version of Mary Poppins. I just was never a fan of these. Like, I don't like, except in Roger Rabbit and Space Jam, I don't like my humans and cartoons mixing. But that barely happens in Mary Poppins. <laughs> it There's happens. One scene. <laughs> it happens enough for That's... me. <laughs> it happens enough. It, it just, was legit one scene. It just seemed too goody goody gumdrop to me. I was like, I don't need my sugar and spoons and Have songs. Have you revisited it? It's about women's suffrage. And- oh, really? Yeah. I think it's a long movie. I've I've, okay. I've phased in and out of it and fallen asleep. You know who Mary Poppins is. I get her. She okay. cleans. She's a nanny. She's you a, dope? It's a nanny, too. <laughs> she doesn't She's walking. Okay, I, the biggest thing that I remember is she gets she cleans with her voodoo magic. Okay, yeah, that works. Okay, that. she cleans with her magic. I'll accept that And there answer. is a song about chimney sweeps and chim chimney, chim chimney, yeah, chim chim to Okay, well, we'll get to it. Okay. Anyways, Sorry. This is more for the audience, then, I guess. <laughs> Since you don't know Mary, you know who Mary Poppins is. She is, is. the jailer to my Mariah Carey. Yeah. I, I don't know her. You kind of, you have an idea. I'm aware. 
aware of her. You're not going to like her after this. <laughs> so, okay, so in the 1964 Chitty Chitty Bang Bang version of Mary Poppins that James does not like, there's a scene where Mary Poppins, during her chimney sweep phase, <laughs> yeah. is going to go meet Dick Van Dyke, who plays the chimney sweep. Love him. By the way, apparently has the worst British accent. All British people hate his accent in the movie because it's like horrendous. Really? It's yeah. like, hello, governor. Basically. That's what man nice. It's exactly like that. <laughs> They are like it's torture to our because he's basically like she takes the kids and like you know she takes kids on fantastical adventures and they go through a chimney and they end up covered in soup right Mm. and they're gonna go hang out with other chimney sweeps Uh and there's a gag it's like a sight gag where she pulls out a compact and it looks like she's about to clean her face but she powders on more suit Mm. which is kind of like oh it's a gag ha 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 but also if you know about blackface you're kind of like this is reminding me of uh, the Netherlands' Black Pete Day. Yeah. Which they tried to pass it off as why they're not getting rid of the day. They're like, some of its defenders are like, oh, that's just the black soot from all the dirt. People will fucking tap dance around anything to get some (laughs) racism in there. If you don't know about the history of Mary Poppins, you can kind of pass it off as a gag, which is what I've always done, and I'm sure everybody else has. But when you do the history of Mary Poppins, you're like, ooh, yikes. So... P.T. Tavers was the writer of the Mary Poppins books, which mm. the movie was based off of. Oh. Which P.T. Tavers actually hated the movie, but that's a whole another story that we're, were not there. Were there several get to books? It. Yeah, I think it's like a series kind of thing. It's like, oh, a bunch of Mary Poppins adventures. Okay, more houses so, to clean. Yeah, she's a nanny. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So, okay. So in the P.T. Tavers book, Mm -hmm. there's a scene where a chimney sweep covered in soot comes into a house and the housemaid yells, don't touch me, you black heathen. Nope. Exactly. So the writer, P.T. Tavers, Mm -hmm. he don't like black people. She. Oh, she. (gasps) And then on top of that, that same scene, the chimney sweep goes over to the cook and the cook is quoted saying, if that hot and tot goes up the chimney, I shall go out the door. Which we talked about in the last thing. Yeah. Hot and tot equals... The Venus hot and tot. And also just it's a bad name for black people. Right, yeah, it's yeah. It's a slur for black oh, people and also South Africans. Yeah. British. So, yeah. Chimney sweeps were a sub-in kind of in the whole, you know, soot-covered stuff yeah. is blackface. Yeah. Okay. So, so they were like, we want to keep it. We want to, we want to keep uh, close to the roots of the source material because we don't want the fans. The fans will be like, but where's the blackface moment? You just led me into the next part of this story. <gasps> oh no! I'm, okay. <laughs> so that was the 1964 Mary Poppins, right? Yes. A new Mary Poppins just came out with Lin Manuel Miranda and Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. What wrong could happen then? I can't it's see any. Now. Yeah. They have different casting 2018 when it came out it was fun and delightful right current times yeah okay so let let me take you on a journey okay all right so in taver's novel mary poppins which came out in 1934 Mm. there's a magic compass right Mm -hmm. and it transports mary poppins and the children she's watching because she's a nanny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, but sometimes nannies clean too. It's true. So they, they, they transports her around the world, right? Yeah. And they visit fantastical places. Mm-hmm. One of the places they visit includes a stop where they meet a scantily clad Negro lady. Oh, God. Dangling a tiny black pickaninny with nothing <gasps> on at all. Oh, what, what? 
What? <laughs> yeah. So Piccanini, for those who don't yeah. know, is a bad name for a black kid. Mm-hmm. She addresses Mary Poppins in minstrel dialect. <gasps> what? Yeah. My, but Dem's very white babies. You must use a little bit of black boot polish on Dem. Fuck you, Mary Poppins. The Mary Poppins. Well, your character Mary Poppins sucks. So you're gonna be happy about this. Okay. I was, I was delighted to hear about this. Part. Okay. So that oh. little section was so controversial. Yes. <laughs> that San Francisco Public Library was like, we're banning this. Yay! Good job, San Francisco. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and this is in the 1930s. Or later on. I think it was on. later, because okay. they ended up revising it in 1981. So uh, oh, probably it was way later. It took until 1981 yeah, for them to be like... Yeah, somebody was flipping through in San Francisco mm, was like, we need mm, to ban this. So Tavers, P.T. Tavers, was like, fine. Oh my God. I Begrudgingly. will revise this. Ugh. And so she changed the... Um, in a 1981 version, yeah. she changed the Negro lady into a hyacinth macaw. Which is a bird. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the black now there's no black lady in at no all. No black lady. It's now a bird. Okay. It's a, a macaw. You know the. But couldn't she just have had like a black woman in there that didn't have to be? Besides, okay. we're not dealing all with right. her shit. Okay. Okay. Better for her not to write us in yeah, her stories exactly. at all. Also, Tavers claim that black kids love to read the Piccaninny dialect, which is like, shut up. You <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Ew. Know. So she was like, I changed it because Mary Poppins tucked away in a closet is too sad for her. Okay. I don't, I'm not even going to give her her real quote because uh, yeah. fuck that lady. Yeah. Okay, so now the book from 1981 to current editions of Mary Poppins mm-hmm. does not have a black lady. It has a macaw, mm-hmm. right? Who does not speak in black dialect. Okay. Speaks in gentle English. Okay. All right? Okay. So, in the 2018 movie version of Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. um, Emily Blunt, who plays Mary Poppins, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, who plays a light a lamp lighter instead of a chimney sweep now. Oh, he upgrade. Yeah, he was like the fucking... Is he the Dick Van Dyke character? Yeah, and so... in the story, he like worked under Bert, the chimney sweep, and then he became a... Whatever, it doesn't okay. matter. Okay, moving so, on up. So... They sing a Cockney number called A Cover Is Not A Book. So basically they do a little song and dance number. And in that number, they talk about a lot of the different Mary Poppins stories that happen throughout the books. One of the stories recalls a macaw. Uh, The hyacinth macaw, right? In their singing goes, oh, this macaw is naked and she only wore a smile plus two feathers and a leaf. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in the revised edition, the 1981 edition, it says nothing about the clothing of the macaw. Mm-hmm. But in the original version with the black lady, mentioned her being naked but with a crown of feathers. Oh, so they're doing a callback to this thing that was cut out, but why? Even worse... There's an illustration in the original 1934 edition of the book that shows a black lady and has a hut in the background. In the 1981 macaw version, there's no okay. hut uh, or anything. Which should be our new source material. We're pretending like the old one doesn't exist. Let's go off the 81. Why is the hut in the background of the dance number of Le Monroe, Miranda, and Emily Blunt? It's like an Easter egg for diehard Mary Poppins fans. <laughs> Fucking racist. They're like, ooh, the racism's back. I know. Ooh. Why did they do that? For those hardcore fans. I 
get so I'm so mad at that. That was unnecessary. Unnecessary. Okay, we... here's a deep cut. This is put your conspiracy theory hat oh, on now. Okay. We're going on fucking I'm... decade info wars. Yes. Right now. Are you also gonna sell me vitamins yeah. and supplements and just yell for the next twenty minutes? Okay. <laughs> okay, so. Mickey Mouse was featured in a 1933 um, short called Mickey's Melodrama, mm-hmm. right? Which is basically a parody off of Uncle Tom's Cabin. Okay, yes. Let's, yeah, it's Disney. It's anti-slavery, but it's basically okay. showing black people on, you know, picketing right. again. again. yeah. So, in that 1933 short, Mickey blackens his face okay. with dynamite oh, oh. to play one of the characters called Topsy, which in the book is this wild-ass black kid who just has wild hair and is a caricature, right? Isn't Mickey already kind of black? Exactly. I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) I just want to do my more connection. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. In the new Mary Poppins, Meryl Streep's character name is Topsy. Okay. It's probably not connected because right. if you do, dig a little bit deeper, her character is based off of another character from the Mary Poppins book called Mr. Turvey, so like Topsy Turvey. Oh. But still, I wanted to call that up because it's Disney. Yeah. And they have negative past. They've got a really bad racist past. Mickey Mouse, just the plain image of Mickey Mouse is based off of minstrel shows. Right. Mickey Mouse is blackface from the get. Yeah. Then they have a 1933 short where he puts blackface on top of his original blackface design. Yeah. Which is fucking double blackface, which I am now proposing... <laughs> Disney owns Marvel. Mm-hmm. Disney owns Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Disney has Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Disney has all these parks. Disney needs to give black people reparations. I'm on board with that. Mm-hmm. Because they've been making so much... Uh, they they make money it. off of blackface. Off of blackface. They have, from their, their whole entire Mickey Mouse started, all, like you were saying, was from blackface. So that the whole entire thing exists because they made money off of blackface. Yeah. Thank you. I agree. You- so... That's my story. And uh, Mary Poppins, first in line for giving us our monies Give back. Give us our money. Come on. Because it's like a lot and of people. And then clean our black houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with your witchcraft. With your magic. <laughs> so it's like a lot of people are talking about reparations with the country, right? And mm-hmm. how like black people deserve reparations, which I completely agree. And I do see it being kind of like, well, a lot of people who are against it are like, where's the money going to come from? Mm-hmm. A piece of me feels like so many industries have made money off of us and mm-hmm. have been able to exist because of us. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Georgetown University was founded by Jesuits who owned slaves, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because they were ex- escaping persecution from England to come over here to persecute people to have slaves. Their university was going to go out of business and they ended up selling hundreds of their slaves. And that's why Georgetown exists now. Wow. Georgetown owes black people money. Those specific families money. There should be a reparations tax on businesses that have made money off of black uh, black people, slaves, culture, images. images. Yeah. I support that. Because I think that's where the money is. These are billion dollar corporations. Disney is... Scrooge McDuck in it and some oh, water. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and wa- water and some money. <laughs> and some money water. Money water. They're so rich that their water is money. Give us some money. Give us some money. No. <laughs> I like this idea about our... back to slavery, Mark. 
marketing. No, I just had it on the brain. You do not need to be on that marketing team if you're coming up with that stuff. Hey, Disney, I got an idea. I know I'm the resident black guy. Um, We need the slavery land. No, they need reparations land where we just walk up and they give us some money and then we leave. Yeah, and uh, take out that the Ooga Boogas in the jungle and the jungle cruise. That alone, I deserve. Oh my God! Yeah, ride that ride. Or the uh, Splash Mountains based on Uncle stories of Uncle Remus. Disneyland owes us <laughs> fucking reparation money. Give it to us, Mickey. Well, there it is. I feel like a great way to bridge the past and the future. Mm-hmm. Here's to 200 more episodes. 200, baby. You sticking around? I'm going to be here for a while. Okay, good. But yeah. I'm going to be even more fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're already fun. Thank you. Yay. Uh, so you all can get involved in the conversation. You can write reviews for us on iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's Love helpful. That. Uh, you can tweet at us. Uh, Gloria will be tweeting back on you. I tweet all the time, baby. Yeah, so you can tweet us at Minority Corner, spot with a K. Uh, we have an Instagram that's going to be coming soon. It's coming soon. Probably the same name. Yeah, but just with the, the name podcast at the end of it. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, you know, She'd yeah. be knowing things. Yeah. SEO, she, baby. She, uh, uh, and then also, you can also email us at Minority yes. Corner as well, at, at minoritycorner at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, you can ask us anything. We're bringing whatever, that back. Whatever it's a you new want. segment. I we will that. answer your questions, especially if you've got astrology questions. Yes, I love to give bad advice. Yes, so, so Gloria's <laughs> be giving you some advice yeah. it'll be good it'll be bad it'll be fun yeah. uh what do you and it'll need to be, know it'll be fun like if you were dating another sign you don't know if it's gonna work out i can just save you some time see email us this is important yeah. cuffing season is here yeah so you need to and know next, next week we're gonna talk about you dated a, a taurus so i can tell you everything you need to know about them hoes great you're yeah. welcome so <laughs> like, kill the mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh so anyways big thanks to woody yeah. our editor big thank you to brownout for supplying the music and welcome glory to the show thank you james so good having you here week every week thank you all for listening to minority corner because together we are the majority yes we are see y'all next week bye MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned, audience supported